Hi, I'm Miles. And I'm Marika. And this is I Don't Know What I'm Doing. Because we don't. So we were supposed to record at 11. It's 3.52 <laughs> because somebody is riding the struggle bus today. <laughs> because somebody drank a whole bottle of wine and took shots of tequila at a Christmas party. But Christmas is over. Yeah. This is like a Christmas slash New Year's party, but whatever. It's It was fun. Um, so. I feel like our we're going to have three episodes in a row where it just feels like it's Christmas because of like how these are oh, coming yeah. out. But. Yeah. No. Because like... In between Christmas and New Year's, you're like, what the fuck? What day is it today? Yeah, who knows? What year is it right now? Ugh. Can you imagine the people that, like, lived before there were calendars and, like, time? Oh, my God. You know, I keep reading in Instagram, like, these little, like, tidbits or, like, um, trivia, like, things about time of, like, people, like, couldn't afford alarm clocks or couldn't afford, like, clocks. So, like, they would hire people to, like, wake them up outside their window and, like, throw pebbles at their window till they woke up for work. <laughs> That was cheaper. Well, I guess it probably was cheaper because it's pretty cheap labor just to knock on your window or something. Right. Wow. And like, yeah, this lady in like England would like make six pence a week by for waking people up to go to work, and she wouldn't leave your window until you got up. I love that they're not even in your home; they're just like outside your home. Yeah, throwing <laughs> shit at your window, and it just boggles my mind that like alarm clocks were expensive back then. I mean, we're living like kings, you know? Right. We live like kings. <laughs> if you ever think that your apartment's crappy, you just remember that you're, like, living better than any royal has, like, lived. I mean, maybe not as sumptuously as they have, mm. but, like... I don't... Mm. Soap, like, <laughs> um, technology, Gee, like... Um, toilets. Your bed is nicer than the king's bed. Oh, For oh. sure, your bed is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they were sleeping on some lumpy-ass shit. Yeah, full of, like... Corn husks. Well, not really that, but... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyways, our fail. Mm. Of the week, Marika. Mm-hmm. Probably should have not driven home last night. Crystal, Ooh. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're going to probably listen to this episode and you're going to be like, Marika, I knew it! <laughs> yeah. I should have... Partly because I was definitely, definitely too tired to drive. Because I was dozing off as I was driving. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fatigue driving is very scary. Thank God it's like 5 o'clock in the morning and no one was around. <laughs> In the suburbs? Yeah, on the expressway. Okay, that's not as difficult. No, um, no. Not I, that it's, not that we're trying to make it okay. Okay, or justify anything. Yeah. All right. But also probably a little bit too drunk to drive also. Um, especially since, like, I'm actually doing something right now, like recording this podcast. I'm like, oh, I'm still drunk. I think. Mm. But driving here, I did not feel that way. Yeah. Which is weird. Might be like a lingering something. Say, yeah. I don't know. But, um, yeah, and I, I also had sex. With a man? Yeah. <gasps> Does your vagina feel fulfilled? No. No? Does, Does it feel not. emptier than ever? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You had, did you, you had like sex sex? Like, sex sex, wow. intercourse sex. Okay. Okay, guys, if you are just tuning in right now to this episode, yes. um, it's been three years Minus last night that I've had intercourse with a penis. Was it, like, good? No. Oh. <laughs> it was, like, okay. And... Did everybody owe? No. Okay. Not everyone owed. Okay. Which, 
I feel like is another <laughs> fail that I have because I didn't make the other person O or anything. And I'm like, he's fucking like 25 or something. Like, how are you not tired right now? I'm so tired. My mouth is dry. I can't do a BJ. Like, I'm just so tired. And I want to like, I want to like sleep or go home. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Crystal, this is, this is all, this is because of your party. Okay. <laughs> this is, sorry. It's <laughs> sorry. A party. It was a great party. Don't remember some of it. I looked at like, I posted like a picture to my story and I'm like, oh, I took that picture. Mm, yikes. So, yep. Yeah. A lot of fails last night. Do you like wish that none of it happened? Or are you glad? That I happened? wish. Yeah, I wish. I'm like, oh god. Okay. Um, I kind of wish it didn't happen. Mm. I'm like, oh god. I waited three years for this person. Mm, yeah. This random person. Great. Awesome. I just re it reminded me of like this is oh right this is why it's been three years since I've had intercourse. Because. Because it's not fulfilling. Mm. I don't get aroused anymore mm. because it's with somebody that I don't know. That's my thing. It's like grinder and stuff like that. And like hook hookups with strangers. I'm like, I, it's not, I at least for me and probably you too. It's like, if you, if I wouldn't have a connection and you're just a stranger and I'm not like where I'm in a bedroom, I don't know. Like that's not gonna be fun for me. I'm not, no. that's not gonna be good you, sex. You have to be like extremely, extremely hot to me. For me to get fucking aroused. Like, you have to be, like, a 9 or a 10. If you don't know the person. If I don't know the person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, wow, God, it really kind of sucks that I had to, like, have sex again to, like, be reminded of, like, why I was, I stopped having sex in the first place. It was because of this. So this is not going to cure your intense horniness? No. Okay. But, um, yeah, uh, it was not good, you guys, because I was not aroused down there. So, mm -hmm. wetness. Mm-hmm. Dry. <laughs> it's got to be like a Downton Abbey situation. Like you can't just like do the upstairs rich people. You got to go downstairs, you know, to right. the servants' quarters, <laughs> and you got to make the party happen down there too. Yeah. Um, my fail is not as exciting or sexual. Cool. Kind of at a, you know, I'm on break this week, so good for you. It's just relaxing, and so yesterday I was like, Miles, you can't just sit at home all day like playing video games and mm -hmm. whatever. So you need to buy shoes. So I have a pair. I don't have a lot of shoes. I have literally I have boots. Mm -hmm. I have shoes I go to the gym with that have holes in the toes. But the cool. rest of the shoes are fine. So okay. I'm still wearing them. Right. And then I have mm -hmm. like some Lacoste sneakers that I've had since I was 25. I always get compliments on them. But I've had them since I was 25. So the bottoms of the shoes are like, like you can flap it like a tongue. Ah. Like it's not connected anymore. When it's wet outside, I get water on my sock because there's a hole in one of mm -hmm. them. It's just not a good situation. I have to change out the laces. Like they are on their last life. Mm. But my thing is like, I do like these shoes. They go with everything. I get so many compliments on them. So I was like, okay, let me try to find new shoes, but I don't want to settle for less. Right. You know? Where'd you get those shoes from? I ordered them on the cost website. Ooh. But I don't know that I like anything as much on their website right now. And the shoes mm -hmm. were like... 80 bucks or something when I got them for sneakers, wow. for sneakers, but they've last, like they were such good quality. I can't believe when you were 25, you spent $80 on Okay. Shoes. Well, here's the flip of that. I didn't wear the shoes for the first year because I instantly hated them because of my buyer's remorse. But then after a year, I started wearing them. Whoa. So that's just good to get the crazy in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
You guys, did you listen to that? <laughs> like I brought the did shoes. Did you hear that? <laughs> like I brought the shoes to Ecuador with me and did not wear them on that entire trip. And I was like, I hate these shoes. What have I done? But then a year later, I started wearing them and now I love them. So, oh, yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. Miles. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really intense. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yesterday I was like, let me take the L downtown mm-hmm. to downtown Chicago. Go to State Street. Cool. And let's just go to DSW, Nordstrom Rack, mm-hmm. Macy's. Yeah. Like, let's Ooh. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Did not find shoes. <laughs> mm. I just didn't. Everything was just like, an, a, everything was like Reebok, Adidas, or Nike. Mm. And just like a gray sneaker with like a white swoosh on it. Mm. And I need more in my life. But I was like, I'm not going to come all the way downtown for nothing. Mm-hmm. So I literally stood in the Macy's underwear section for Kay. like 15 minutes staring Kay. at like two exist boxer briefs being like these are 25% off it's still gonna be with tax $32 mm-hmm. for three pairs of underwear which mm-hmm. is crazy mm-hmm. but I was like I'm dating again so finally I was like Miles you've been here for 20 minutes being like Kay. should I buy this I'm like just fucking buy it <laughs> just buy it so Ooh, I didn't know guys thought about sexy underwear like, for themselves. Oh, yeah, there have been articles written about it. It's, like, a huge, like, I think it was a huge new, like, market, like, maybe five years ago that mm. guys started to care more. Because it used, the tradition used to be that wives would buy underwear for their husbands. Yeah. That's always what happened. Yeah, that's what my mom did. And it's moved, it's moving away from that as guys are, like, working out more and they're caring more about their looks and basically becoming more vain. Like, now men yeah. are, like, they want to be sexy, too. Mm. But let's get into our topic today, which has nothing to do with anything we've been talking about. No, it hasn't. Um, travel. <clears throat> Traveling. Traveling, voyaging. Ooh. In 2019. Yeah. Um, Let's get on that. Marika, you've expressed interest in... Solo. Solo traveling. Solo traveling, yes. I... I really like that I... This is going to sound so corny and cheesy, but like finding myself... I'm doing air quotes, you guys, like, when I'm saying this. Like, eat, pray, love. <clears throat> yeah, eat, pray, love, or wild whatever that movie with Reese Witherspoon about that. Oh. Yeah. And to be honest, when I'm imagining myself like traveling solo, it's always like outdoorsy. It's always something like outdoors, mm. camping, something that's like, like that. like the most dangerous, isn't it? I know. I know it is because A... I barely have gone camping, okay? I'm not an expert on that at all, okay? Um, but I feel like when I'm thinking about solo, I think about, like, nature. Mm. And, like, I don't want to be around people because I'll feel lonely if I'm surrounded by people but nobody that... But, like, everyone's a stranger. Oh, if you do, like, a planned trip or right. something. So, ideally, like, I would like to run a cabin just for me mm. and, like, be surrounded by, like, hiking trails and just, like, hike everywhere and, like... Just but there'll be like maybe other nearby cabin like right. I'm just yeah. worried about you like getting eaten by a bear or something or falling oh, off a cliff. Yeah, no. Um, I think you would have to tell like the ranger like, hey, like I'm going on this trail today. Like so they'll mm. and like okay, come back if you don't come back by this time, we're gonna go looking for you. Yeah, type of thing. Because like one of my coworkers at the restaurant, she and her um her boyfriend, they are they go camping a lot. And they got lost. <gasps> yeah, go hiking. And they're like, where's the fucking trail? We thought this was a trail. And like all of a sudden, it's like, nah, the trail. Oh. So, and luckily for them, they're fucking smart as fuck about <laughs> topography maps and like compasses. They like lick their finger and hold it up in the air. Be- and they're like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's how it is. You know, and luckily they like knew how to read fucking a map. <gasps> See, for me, like, I can't read a fucking compass. I can't. Because like, 
every time I move, the compass is moving in the <laughs> not moving mm-hmm. with me. Like uh-huh. I'm like, okay, like so the arrow this arrow's pointing north. But then when I take when I turn around, all of a sudden it's pointing north the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Not back towards me where it's pointing north originally. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, you know, now that I think about it, Marika, you are pretty bad with, like, getting around, like, Chicago directions and, like, remembering here to there and stuff. So now I'm wondering, how is that going to translate to you in the wild? Again. Or maybe it'll be better because it's not a grid. Yeah. I think, like, I just want some type of nature-y thing. But, okay, so a good solution to this is going to, like, a city that has... Is surrounded by nature, but it's like a major city, and you could just drive to the nature. Like LA or something. Yeah. Um, but I want to go to Asheville. Me too. So don't. I do. I'm okay. you're like you're. It's not about you. It's not because when people say like I do too, I'm like this is a solo trip. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fine. I'll just also go on a solo trip at the same time. No. And I'll meet you up at the bars later. No. <laughs> um, but that's my so not to interrupt your entire story, yeah. but like my what I think I've realized about myself is that I don't plan trips. Other mm. people plan them and then I just go along. Oh. That's why I'm like, ooh, Ashlyn, Marika, good idea, or Ashlyn Asheville, let's go. Like, but I'm never the one that's like, hey Marika, do you wanna like go to Mexico City? Like because I don't think far enough ahead, I don't think far enough ahead like that to plan. Yeah. Mm. Like when we went to you Greece, don't. it was Zachary's idea. And we went to, went to France, you found those tickets. Like it's always yeah. someone else. Ooh. Ooh, I get credit for that. Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I really want to go like, basically as you guys, I want to go on a solo trip, okay? And I just haven't done it yet because I'm scared about feeling lonely. <sighs> I mean, I hated my solo trips mm. that I did. I did one when I was 20, I visited my brother, my oldest brother lives in Nottingham, England. Mm-hmm. And then I was actually going to study abroad, but I built in three extra days between visiting my brother for New Year's and going to the south of France. Mm-hmm. And I went to Brussels by myself Oh, you did. for three days. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't me. Like I didn't bring earmuffs and it was like 30 and it was really icy and I kept slipping. So like, I think the, like I slipped and fell on my back like twice and which honestly, like I think when you're doing it by yourself is just sad. Mm-hmm. If I was with you or something, it'd be like funny. Yeah. You know, somebody else changes how everything mm-hmm. works. Um, and I wasn't really, I think I need somebody else to like balance me out. Cause like, I wasn't really like, especially my 20 year old self who was so fucking stingy. Like I wasn't taking food into account. So I literally bought an enormous box of cereal and a bag of carrots and then ate those and then went to McDonald's. And my brother was like, Oh oh my God, Belgium. Did you get like, did you eat like Belgian waffles or like frites? So I was like, no, I just ate dry cereal, dry cereal. And carrots and McDonald's. I did have beer though. Okay. But I'm like, okay, Miles, like, you need someone to curb your insanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, do you think it would be different if, like, if you do that now with a smartphone? Um, no. I still think I wouldn't like it because it was the same thing. Then later, I, my only other time I went solo, I went to Montreal. Mm-hmm. And, 
that again I didn't like because I just like to share stuff with other people. My love language is quality time. Mm-hmm. I'm a twin. I like to share shit. So it I it felt and especially I didn't make an itinerary either time. Oh. Like maybe I think an itinerary would have helped, but I it felt aimless. Mm. Like I was like, "Oh, I could go to that street in Montreal, but I could also not go." Right. I could go over there, but I could also not go over there. Like everything right. felt pointless. Mhm. It didn't feel like there was no momentum. Right. There was no, like, Marika being like, I've dreamed my whole life to, like, see Versailles and, like, we need to see the Palace. And, like, <laughs> there's no, like, other people, like, building excitement. It's just oh. me. And I don't know how much interior excitement I, like, can spout <laughs> off on my own. So, huh. I don't like it. Yeah. I like being alone. Um, I like being alone, like, at my house. I, I like going to a bar by myself. Oh, no. I like... T- like tr- like meeting new strangers at a bar, so mm. I haven't done that in a really long time. But yeah, um, when I go alone to bars, like I don't meet strangers. <clears throat> I think I have. I mean, I have like resting intense face or whatever my face is resting, and I think that people just don't want resting that. intense face. Yeah, or sometimes I think I have resting sad face because homeless people ask me if I'm okay. Um, but I think it's maybe just more resting intense face. Resting intense face. That's a, we're starting a new phrase, you guys. Not, not resting bitch face. No, it's resting intense face. Riff. Okay. Riff. (laughs) But sometimes traveling with other people though is like messy and complicated and annoying. That is also true. (laughs) That's like, that's the downside to it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like when we went to, when Adam and I went to Ireland and Scotland, we traveled with this girl, Cassidy, who had a very great itinerary. Oh, gosh. She should be a travel agent. Like, she, it was just so well thought out. Like, knew where to kind of, like, eat also within the area. Like, everything was planned, like, to the day. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it needs to happen like that because you don't want to waste your time, like, thinking about what to do because your time there is so limited, you know? So, yeah, um, obviously there's like free days too, but like entirely free days. Yeah. Like, like, like one day could be like, Oh, like we'll just maybe we'll discover whatever. Yeah. I think, um, so like, but like, you know, things are just, she would, um, go when we went to the bathroom together sometimes I would like come out and she would still be in there for another like five, seven minutes. And we're like, and Adam's like, what is she doing in there? I'm like, I don't. It's like, you need to find out, Marika. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I tried away, but I can't. <laughs> Some people take a really long time to go to the bathroom. I think she's doing her makeup. Because she's oh. very, like, wanting her pictures to look perfect. For Instagram? No, just in oh, general. Oh, just her own. It's like, she had a professional camera. Okay. So, I mean, and, like, good for her, but, like, at the same time, it's, like, a little bit annoying because at one point, we were at this castle... And it was raining. It was raining. Like, yeah. you know, and we're by the ocean and I don't give a shit because we're fucking in Ireland by this fucking castle. I don't fucking care. I'm pretty content. You don't care that it's raining. I don't care it's raining. Okay. No. And like, so obviously I want a picture like with a castle in the background and me and like the shoreline, whatever. Like I had that picture taken too. And like, she like wanted her hair to be like be perfect. And like, I'm like, girl, the wind is blowing and there's rain. There's <laughs> that, that, that ship has sailed. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Photoshop it later. Exactly. Or something, you know. But, like, you know, there were moments, like, you know what? There were times when I looked at a photo and I'm like, God damn it, this photo sucks. I should have, like, looked at it and, like, taken my time to redo this photo. And now I can't go back to this place. 
I wouldn't know because I've never seen your photos, so. Okay. Anyway, like um, also, she would, she wouldn't really, she would eat, but only like sweet and salty things. Like, so we would go like grocery shopping. Yeah. Which is basically her getting I love, like, I love grocery shopping when you're traveling. Guess what she would buy though? She would buy crisps. Mm-hmm. And she would buy like wafers and like chocolate. So she would buy like cake and cookies oh, and stuff. Oh, cake. Cake. And thinking it was like a meal. Is she a sixth grade? Is she a sixth grade girl? Yeah, she looks like one. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> you know, yeah. You have to like think about other people, which is kind of annoying because I'm like, I want to do this. Okay. So yeah. Well, I think community. I think with a group, communication is really important, and I think because you get tired and like, Cranky, you know, you're going, 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 hungry. and you're with these people so much that you like learn how to push their buttons. Sometimes you just push them, you know, because because you, you can. Okay. Want to do that ever? <laughs> no, and in what, the history of time, that's why the boy that I want to have sex with. That's why. <laughs> that's why I think you just have to talk about it. Like, I'm just gonna put my brother on blast. So when we were in Turkey and Greece with my brother mm-hmm. and our friend, mm-hmm. he like needs alone time on trips. But Zachary doesn't realize that at that time. Yeah. So his way of getting alone time, he wouldn't ask for it. He would just be like. I'm only going to be in Turkey once in my entire life, so I want to go to as many mosques as I possibly can. <laughs> and my friend and I were like, it's not about quantity. About quality. It's about quality. And they all look the same. And he's like, well, I really <laughs> want to go to this like mosque that's kind of complicated to get to. And they're like, um... Like, he basically like created the situation that he knew that we would not want to do so he could get away from us and get a long time. Oh, got it. Instead of just asking for it. Mm. I asked for it. Do I get it? No. On a trip? Ad- yeah. So mm. when I went to Ireland, you know, the UK with with Adam and Cassidy or whatever, like, I'm like, hey, so like, I think I'm going to go back to the inner city of Dublin just to like, you know, explore the city. And like, I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm going to come too. I'm like, great. No. I want <laughs> alone time. Mm. Do not get that. <laughs> I want to like travel uh, by myself. Yeah. I want to get lost by myself. Do you? Well, I did that in Paris. Okay. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, that was but like that was a like very traumatic. Yeah, I was like that wasn't a positive experience. No, but it ended positively because I found you. Before I found you guys, I was like about to cry. That night ended out pretty great because we had really great Ivory Coast food. Was it Ivory Coast? Yeah, <clears throat> I was about to say it the other way. But... What? Because sometimes people call it Ivory Coast, and some people call that country Cote d'Ivoire. Which is the first, so I was going to say Cote d'Ivoirian food, but Cote d'Ivoirian I, I, food. I, I recall, it's, it's the same. Yeah. Mm. Oh my God. You guys, if you ever, if you're ever in Paris, um, <laughs> no big deal. next time you're in Paris, um, don't only eat French food because we went to this Ivory Coast restaurant. Literally it's like crowded with like Ivory Coasters, mm-hmm. <laughs> Coasters, um, <laughs> They like walk us down into a basement Basement. where they're all watching soccer Mm -hmm. and they give us more food than we could probably eat in a lifetime for like $12. So good. And like alcohol and like we're just like speaking to like the uh, the Ivory Coast people that are there and they're so friendly and like excited and they're kind of like, what are you doing here? Yeah. No, it was really good. I still think about that meal a lot. (sighs) We need need to go to an African country because it's going to be like that every day. You know, yes, like if we go we to do. Senegal or we go to Ivory Coast or we go to um, Botswana or something like it'll just be that. Hopefully. Mm. 
I mean, I remember this woman on my Facebook, she was talking about how she went to Senegal, my old, old coworker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I've always thought about going to Senegal. And she was like, if you ever want to talk to me more about it, like it was one of the best experiences of my life. What? Yeah. And she's like 40. Wow. <laughs> you guys. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. Um, is traveling a hobby? I would argue no. I... But... I would argue no, too. But what's a hobby? Like, what constitutes a hobby? Like, doing it all the time? I think... I always think of a hobby as, like, something that you do... Like, I guess video games can be a hobby, but I, I feel like it's something you do that maybe you, like, do habitually and you can kind of get better at. Mm. Which is, like, video games or, like, working out or, like, sewing or, like, crocheting or, like... Travel, to me, is more like an event. Yeah. I just, when I'm like, cause I'm back in the dating game and I feel like so many gay guys, like that's all they talk about in their profiles is travel and they all have pictures in front of Machu Picchu. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, do you not understand that like this at this point is feels boring. Yeah. Like, is it, it. I don't know that it's interesting. I mean, this one Instagram I was looking at, he was like going to really cool places like he was in like Cambodia and he was with oh. children he was staying with like a Syrian family and like oh that's good. I was like oh that to me is very interesting but you're basically like a one man National Geographic whoa but if you're just going to like Paris and Mykonos to like eat and drink Mykonos that to me isn't interesting <laughs> like you're basically like I live in Chicago and I really like drinking alcohol and eating out so I'm gonna go to France and drink alcohol and eat out and it's like what that's just like you're it's nothing wrong with that, but it's not, it's not like to me, like an interesting thing that tells me anything about yourself besides mm-hmm. the fact that you like to drink alcohol and eat out. Oh, I do like that. I mean, I like that. It's fine, but. Does, so does, tra- like, okay, so. I'm like Travel aerial. doesn't automatically impress you. Like, it's about the experience that impresses you. Yeah. I'm probably more impressed by how you travel. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, I'm like a, I live my life on a budget. Mm-hmm. Like. Everyone so does. bouginess sometimes or bougie bouginess or fanciness is very different from my world. Yeah. So that is not like it's not repellent to me, but I'm not like, ooh, look at their fancy travel life. I'm just like, oh, so if we ever traveled, we can't stay at a hostel. It's like what I take away from that. Because mm. they would like not have they'd be like a baby boomer and they wouldn't have it. Yeah. Like I think now I'm getting older, I definitely could stay in a hostel still. But more of like, can I have my own room at a hostel? Well, I liked what we did when we went yeah. to France was there was four of us and we always got a four person room at the mm-hmm. hostels. And I think that's like a way better situation. Right. And I still, I feel like as I'm getting older, like I'm over sharing a giant room with like, oh, like other people. Like I'm in my thirties. Like if yeah. I can't afford to buy a single room at a hostel, what am I doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> I like traveling like ever since I was a kid like thank god my parents like taught me this but like travel like you are a local we want to experience like local cuisine we want to know where the locals go to eat like we don't want this commercialized touristy crap yeah okay and like watching Anthony Bourdain too is like all about that and learning their history and their culture Mm -hmm. and stuff like that that's like what it means the most to me and of course granted like Anthony Bourdain like like lives in the fanciest hotels but you know and that's fine to do like you know but I would also want to like hey like I loved the highlight of Paris was going to the Ivory Coast restaurant okay mm-hmm. that was the highlight of the trip and it was like this whole not a hole in a basically a hole in a hole it was a hole in a wall yeah 
And like, you know, but yeah, like I like the combination. I want fancy and that, you know. You want the high and the low. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But like, no, I understand. Like, because on Hinge, it's like always about like traveling. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, my, uh, my uh, celebrity crush was like Kelly Kapowski. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Yeah, it's like, tell me something new. Yeah. Show me something new. Some Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, show me something new. Like, my hinge, they're they're like, tell me something, like, surprising about you or whatever the prompt Mm -hmm. is. I was like, I have never ordered Uber or Lyft. I bike everywhere. Mm. I'm not trying to brag there, but it's an interesting topic because then people will message me and be like, oh my god, really? Like, Mm -hmm. well, what if you're in this situation or how Oh, yeah. You know, it's a topic. It's a conversation. You guys, if you're avid listeners, you know that Miles has been in multiple situations where the solution could have been (laughs) calling an Uber or Lyft. Could have. And it should have been. <laughs> but so traveling as a hobby isn't like traveling is not a hobby. I, it's like the same. I don't it's, think it's. I don't think it is. I mean, yeah, no, it's not. I don't. It's I don't, not. I don't know. It's not. Is it though? If you're a travel writer, then yes. If you're a travel photographer, that's your job. That's a job. Like, that's what I'm thinking too. Like people who plan itineraries for a living. For well. Hold on, no. Within that, like my friend Rachel, mm-hmm. she started a travel blog this year, which I was oh. like, "Wow, blogs! Forgot about those." <laughs> um, but I was like, "I love blogs," so I was excited. Yeah. So I, to me, that to me that maybe turns it more into a hobby because she's like oh, okay. documenting it. She has a website for it. Like, okay, see, you that's guys, that's more of a hobby. That's more of a hobby. Yeah. You hear that? Okay. Yeah. If you don't have a social media aspect to your traveling, then it's not a hobby. And your Instagram doesn't count. Yeah, unless it's like just dedicated to traveling. Unless you're staying with Syrian families. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so speaking of Syria, um, is Europe lame now? Um, I know when we were going to France, like that was my third time going to France and I was like, is this lame? But I also like kind of speak French. So it's like more than just going. It's like, I actually get to use this buried skill of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm going to say like, no, Europe's not lame, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like why aren't more people going to South America, basically? Yeah. Because it's really cheap. It's not that expensive to fly there, and it's really cheap when you get there, and you basically just have to, like, learn, like, Spanish or Portuguese to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Or not learn it, but just know some stuff. Yeah. And you don't have jet lag, mm. which is amazing. Because hmm. you're, t- you're in the same time zone, or maybe, like, one ahead. You are? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you fly south, you don't have jet lag. Yeah. So I feel like... That's way more interesting to me. Like people have been going. I'm noticing people are going to Mexico City more. They're going to Colombia more. Mm-hmm. And then every like per Asian person I know or person of Asian descent, they're always like, go to Asia, go to Asia, go to Asia. They're like, it's cheap too. They're like, especially Southeast Asia. Like once you get there, it's like so cheap. So I want to go to Singapore so bad. Like I want to oh. just take like a weekend. Because of crazy rich Asians. No, because of okay, you guys. This is gonna sound really lame, but I don't think it's lame. So. I love Anthony Bourdain, and I also love this one dish that my mom used to make as a kid. Okay, so it's basically this white rice that's like kind of like oily. I don't know how to describe it, but it's very flavorful, very good. And just like this plain rice. And then there's like this poached chicken, okay? And there's like this sauce. And like my mom used to make it for me as a kid, and I don't know why she's never made it again. Probably because I've never asked her. But there's this dish, that's a dish that 
very well known in Singapore at this place in like this large like food court area mm. has basically got a Michelin star for this dish. What? And oh, and it also you get like um, I'm not sure maybe they're doing it in Singapore, but my mom would have like this clear, nice broth with this dish also. It's just so good and so simple and so fucking delicious. And like it's my fucking goal, one of my goals of travel to eat this dish in Singapore. I'm like, just basically eat is what I want to do in Singapore. You should do a GoFundMe. Really? Put that story in a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. Take a photo of your mom, slap that on there, and be like, you guys, please. <laughs> I mean, maybe. If you have a story, you can sell anything. Yeah, that's true. Well, how does your mom know how to make that, though? Um, It's also like a Thai dish. I think it's like a... Generally, general Asia. Asian dish. I'm sure each country has their own interpretation of this dish. Like ceviche. Yeah. Oh, I love ceviche too. The ceviche in Ecuador was black. What? Sometimes is restaurants, it, it would be black. And I was like, I'm scared. Because <laughs> of the squid ink? Maybe. It's probably squid ink. It was so dark. Did Did Freddie eat it? I think we had it, yeah. We were like, let's, we had it. Well, the thing with Ecuador. I'm not going to try to generalize Ecuador, but I did travel around the entire country for like three weeks. So apparently I know everything, mm-hmm. but Ecuador was like, it felt like being there was like a nation of copycats mm. because you would be in one part of the country and then we would go 10 hours away to a different part of the country mm. and they would be selling you the same handcraft. Like you would go to a different like little market stall with like the Ecuadorian women, mm-hmm. same craft, exactly the same. And I'm like, is everyone copying each other in this country or is there a central location where all of these are being made? Yeah, and it was the same it. with restaurant menus where we were in this one seaside town. Uh, Salina, maybe? Salina! Y los dinos! It's not exactly like Salina. It might be like, it might be, it might be Salinas, which is like the joke from that movie. It's something like that. Salina! This like seaside town where there wasn't much to do, but it was like pretty. Mm-hmm. Like we literally went to the mall one day because we were like, there's nothing to do here. But the restaurants there, like you would go to multiple restaurants, they would have the exact same menu. The mm. same menu that they were just laminating mm. with the same dishes, same font, price, photo on the menu. Like, mm. it was really was hard like to find original. Eerie. And being in the country for that long, we were like, we need something new. You know, like when yeah. we were in France, we were like, let's get Moroccan. Let's yeah. do this. Yes. So finally, we found a guy that was in that town that was Basque. Okay. Oh. Which, listeners, if you don't know, Basques live in North, kind of North Spain and Southern mm-hmm. France. And they speak a language not related to any other language in the world. Because mm-hmm. um, they think that they, they were there before the Europeans came. Mm. But, so we found a Basque restaurant. We were like, thank God, something different. And mm-hmm. what are you doing in this, like, random beach town in Ecuador? But, mm-hmm. thank you. Is <laughs> <laughs> it good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It was just different. So we were like, thank God. <laughs> like, it was like a, I don't even know what it, I don't remember what it was. I don't have Marika's food memory. I do have good food memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, like try to research like places that are like inexpensive that is not ruined by the tourist industry Mm -hmm. yet Mm -hmm. type of thing Mm -hmm. um so what was the first country my parents took me to that like basically they just ended like a civil war and my parents took me there (laughs) like i was like one and my my dad, my mom was like, yeah, I was a little scary because we couldn't find milk for you. So it's like, great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. In Asia or Central America? Or? It was, um, I think Central America. I gotta ask him what country it was. Maybe if I text him right now, he'll tell me. 
Ooh, we're talking about our ideal itinerary. Marika, what is your ideal itinerary? Ideal itinerary is basically like going to historical sites. Mm-hmm. Somehow, magically, there is a tour guide slash local that tells me <laughs> the facts about each site that I go to mm-hmm. without the charge of, like, without... Free. Free. Yeah. Okay. And then going to, like, local restaurants and, like, cafes and stuff and just eat and, like, kind of sit around and, like, lounge around a little bit. Just, like, being, like, with local and, like, absorbing everything and also just um, driving. Driving around, too. Like, my parents mm. always rented a car every, almost every country we've been to. We've always rented a car because we're, like, we want to go here. We want to go there. Like, Italy. Like, my we went to, like, three different cities because we rented a car. So... That's my ideal itinerary. And also my ideal itinerary, I don't have to plan it. I don't have to write it out. Okay. You're like, so I'm going to go on a solo trip, but someone else is making the itinerary. (laughs) Yeah. And like the, also, okay, the key thing for me is where am I going to eat after doing this activity that's close and inexpensive? And that ideally would be pre-planned. Pre-planned. Okay. Yes. Because we don't have internet. Oh, my dad said the first country I went to when I was one years old was Grenadad. And oh my they, god. <laughs> and they ended a civil war right right before us like landing. Right, landing. Okay. <laughs> they signed the peace treaty and then the wheels touched down and you were like, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a baby, yeah. <laughs> okay. My ideal itinerary, mm-hmm. no more than one museum a day. Okay. Because you can't you just can't do two in a day. Yeah, you can't. It's too overwhelming for your brain. Mm-hmm. I would say like maybe dinner is the important meal. Lunch mm-hmm. you can do on the go mm-hmm. for me. Definitely want to experience local entertainment. Ooh, that's in a good In the point. sense that, like, like when I visit my brother in England, we watch British TV. Mm. And when we were in Greece, we rented a car and we listened to Greek radio. Mm. Like, I, like, those things I think are easy to miss. Yeah. But it's, like, it really gives you, like, a... it. Then you do understand more of, like, the people and... Like, Greece, we rented this car and we drove around the Peloponnese, which is, like, Greek geography. It's, like, the kind of southern chunk of Greece with, like, Sparta is in there. And, like, mm. it's, like, the, the kind of a peninsula, like, south of Athens. It's not on the same mass of land mm-hmm. as Athens is on. But it's, like, where, if you're from Chicago, most Greeks from Chicago are from the Peloponnese, as my mm-hmm. family is. We drove around the Peloponnese, which is so beautiful. It's, like, valleys. The colors are very nice. All these neutral colors. But we just listened to Greek radio the whole time. Okay. Then we go to Thessaloniki second largest city in Greece and we go to this record store and we're just kind of perusing and there's like two guys there and Greeks like love to talk to you they love to tell you a story that's why it's so great to visit that country and we were like oh my god we rented this car and we just love Greek music like you guys Greek music is it's Greece is one of those countries that doesn't have a lot of outside influence their music is very much their own they're not listening to a lot of like Ariana Grande or Bruno Mars Mm. they're just listening to their own shit Mm. but we were like we loved this Greek music, and the people were like, oh my god. They're like, Greek music has been bad since the 70s. It has not been good since the 70s, maybe the 60s. And we were like, okay. And they were like, you need to listen to the real Greek music. And they put on these records for us, and they told us, they were like, this record is from a very famous movie from 1968. Everyone knows this soundtrack. Like, this is the best thing we could recommend to you. Mm. And then they put on this other record, which is the one I bought, which is, oh, I'm gonna I'm not gonna remember. Okay. Um, I like have the record. I could go find it, but 
they put on this other record and he it's this Greek bazooki player yeah. you guys know bazookis right it's like kind mm-hmm. of like a sitar cousin to the sitar but it doesn't really sound like a sitar they put on this bazooki player and they were like people would tell Jimi Hendrix that he was the best guitar player in the world okay. and he would say no I'm not this he was like this Greek guy he's the best oh. I can't I can't do this because Jimi Hendrix, I think, would go... The, he might have come to America or something. Jimi Hendrix would, had, like, listened to this guy perform live. And if you do listen to these records, like... And you really listen to the bazooki, he's playing it so fast. Like, his mm. fingers are moving at, like, the speed of light to play all these notes. It's, like, a beautiful record. But, like, that stuff, to me, is, like, that's... Where, like, what you were saying, Marika, it's, like, you're getting into the local culture. Yeah. And we got in there because we had that. been listening to, like, local radio. So... That's so cool. Yeah. I love that story. I, like... You've told it several times to me, and I still love hearing it. Yeah. It was, like... And that's, like, one of the things I really remember from that trip. It's just, like, something stupid like that, you know? Yeah. It, but it wasn't stupid. It's not stupid, but it's, it's like... It's not stupid, It's, like, but more mundane. Yeah. 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 Because, like, that would probably maybe happen here. Like, when you're, like, hey, I'm going to go to my... And you're going to go to Reckless Records and, like, mm-hmm. get a record and, like, talk to somebody, and then that's how that starts. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's kind of, that doesn't always happen when you're traveling. And it should, you know, because that's what I'm always striving to have that. Yeah. Yeah. And you, yeah. Because otherwise it can feel like you are, like, an alien that's, like, touched down in France. Right. Or touched down in Spain or Greece or Japan or whatever. But you're not, like, in the aquarium with the other fish. You're, like, outside, you're just, like, watching. Right. But you want to, like, get in there a little bit. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Be like, I live here. <laughs> I live here now. I'm cool. I'm not a tourist. Yeah. What did we learn here? We learned that our main objective for traveling is the same. That we want to be immersed in the local culture and food and like just basically be immersed in that. Um, yeah. Do you want to answer some questions? Oh, yeah. We're ready for questions. You guys ready for questions? Okay. So my friend sent me... His question is, when are you old enough to do holidays at your own house? So I would say you should just basically ask to do it or demand to do it now. Yeah. Or the early bird gets the worm. So in October, ask for Christmas. Because mm-hmm. that's usually how things get planned. The earliest person just gets everything they want. Yeah. It's, well, it's kind of interesting. Like, I don't really host Christmas, but I help my dad cook Christmas. Yeah. Week. How did that go? Let me tell you, way better than I thought it was going to go. Mm. I thought I was like going to give up my dad. Yeah, I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> you thought you were going to give up? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. of too much work or yeah. working with your dad? Too much work. Too much work. Okay. But like in the span of three days, I made four things. Granted, shouldn't have taken all that time, but it did because I took like breaks in between stuff, fell asleep. Didn't finish the souffle until the next day. You made a souffle. I'm uh, not a souffle. I'm sorry. I make. I keep thinking I made like a sweet potato souffle, but no, it was actually a sweet potato casserole. Okay. That this is probably like the best side dish I've ever made in my life. This sweet potato savory casserole. Wow. Okay. Like I really thought this was not gonna go well, but it turned out very good. And everyone's like, "Maria, this is so good." I'm like, "I know." Thank you. I made. Sp- Mashed potatoes, which are okay, sweet potato, Brussels sprouts, and then um, lemon bars. Mm. So very, I was very proud of myself because this curd was awesome. It's set up 
It had a good consistency, had a good flavor. Oh, it was tart. It wasn't grainy the, because all the sugar does like, it was just awesome. I was so proud of myself. Um, yeah, this is my success, basically. <laughs> this the My success is the sweet potatoes casserole. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, your advice turned into your success. That's yes. That's all of us do my success. <laughs> yes. My success is that I think I'm getting better and smarter about online dating. But basically, I've gotten really good. I'm like a learner, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm learning. I'm looking at how other people are using these apps and how what I like to see how people message me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do a ton of back and forth. I like it when they're like, hey, do you want to meet? Here's my number. Mm -hmm. Very quickly. Like maybe we've only exchanged like four or five. Yeah. I had a second date. This is why it's a success too because I forget that dating helps helps you understand what you like. Yeah. So this guy, very cerebral, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're talking about all these different topics. He's talking about conjoined twins and these articles he read about them. Oh. Like, interesting stuff. But I'm also very cerebral and in, a, in I need somebody that can balance me. So I need people to be like, have like a little bit more, like more energy than me, be mm. like a little bit quirkier, maybe sillier. Like that's what I like. I don't want yeah. my, I don't want me across the table. Right, 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 right. So and I think he's just a little bit more me across the table. Mm. So... But I didn't really remember that until that, so. But that's our show for today. Yay! And I'm going to go crawl in a corner and die. Mike is going to crawl in a corner. Um, and you can email us questions or literally whatever you want. Like Yeah, anything you spam want. Spam at, <laughs> at idkpod at gmail.com. We'll um, We have an Instagram. Instagram IDK what I'm doing pod. Yep. Um... Yeah, keep telling your friends about us. Tell yeah. your friends, tell your fam, tell your dog. Oh, your dog. Because we want to be, like, not famous, but we would love to do a Squarespace ad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in the meantime, we love you. Keep succeeding. Yeah, keep dreaming. Bye, goslings. Bye. <laughs>